You are listening to Irish Illustrated's Condensed Podcast. Irish Illustrated's 123, our question today is, who are the most underappreciated players on the Notre Dame 2020 squad? For me, uh, I went right to defense, and it's got to be Drew White. If you look at our rankings last year, Tim, in the preseason, we had him stocked back in the middle of the roster. He ended up being a top 10 player. And I, I think a lot of people believe Drew White is just the guy that happens to be the middle linebacker making plays. But, I mean, he was third on the team in third down stops behind guys named Kyle Hamilton and Sean Crawford, who you expect to make third down stops. He was first in stuffs over everybody. Um, and I had him second among returning players behind Owusu Koromoa, who we all think is great in terms of our stat. We use drive MVPs. Those are pr- three pretty good indicators. He's, he's doing something right out there. Drew White proved himself on an 11 and two football yeah. team. You know yeah. I mean? He, he, and we had questions. Uh, you know, I'm sure the coaching staff had questions as well, but he's lived up to it. And, and I agree with you on that. I think offensively it's probably Ian book because so many people don't like the way he plays the game or what's happened in the past. And, his veteran nature coming into this season is so important in our name. So I would say he, right now he's, he's underrated. I think Robert Haynes, he's underrated as well. Kind of taken for granted, played as yeah. a true freshman. Uh, kind of hard to believe that he's already entering his senior year, his last year of competition. But I think he's the, he's clearly, he's the leader of the offensive line. Uh, two-time captain, one of the, one of the few two-time captains. And to a large extent, Jarrett Patterson at center, who, we assumed just beginning with spring last year that, okay, he's a starter and he'll be fine. And, right, and right. that's kind of how Notre Dame coaching staff treated it. And there's certainly room for improvement for him, but he did. When you consider a, a, a redshirt freshman starting at center, playing all 13 games, starting all 13 games for an 11 and two football team, that's, that's pretty darn good. And I think Hainsey is going to remain undervalued, underrated because he's not going to pop up on draft boards because he doesn't, fit the NFL prototype tackle. He probably, yeah, probably won't play tackle in the NFL. He'll have to move inside to, to center to play. Um, I think on defense, I'd also add a guy that starts ahead of someone I think you like a lot. <laughs> They're a good tag team. Myron Tagovailoa-Mosa. He made more plays than I thought when I went back through and looked at all the little extra stats we keep in terms of stuffs and third down plays and, and drive MVPs. But boy, he's got a guy behind him that per snap makes even more plays. Yeah, I think Tiger Valoa Mosa really, really improved as the season progressed. And again, and Jason Admiola just makes plays. Now we've we've talked to, to Mike Elson about him and you know, there's some nuances there where sometimes right. you have to be one eleventh of the defense and maybe Jason Admiola isn't always looking at it that way, yeah. but he is productive. He's around the football and um you know, a, a guy that probably deserves to be on the field a, a lot more yeah. than TA is going to take up most of those snaps. I think we're looking at a tag team effort from them again. And you could have, well, I, we definitely are this year. You could have another one next year in 2021 because MTA can come back for a fifth year. I, that might not make Jason quite as happy, but I don't know. You get some snap. You get, that's about 800 perfect snaps out of two guys. You can split them up. If you can split them right. up equally, that makes a heck of a position. And I think, I think Kurt Heinisch and nose tackle, you know, Jacob Lacey right. started to emerge. I mean, he played all year behind yeah. Heinisch, but really started to emerge, played hurt in November which is a, a real testament to his toughness. But I think Heinish is, is one of those underrated players as well. That's one, two, three from Irish Illustrated. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. 
Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Irish Illustrated's 123. I'm Tim Priester with Tim O'Malley. Our question today is, does Notre Dame really need another running back like grad transfer from Stanford, Trevor Spates? I thought you were going to stop with, do they need another running back? I was going to say, sure. But, uh, you know, if Lance Taylor thinks so, then they need another running back. But I don't know who Spates is better than on the roster. Um, I assume it's not going to be the incoming guy and Chris Tyree. I don't know if he's better prospect than Jameer Smith or Sebo Flemister in college going forward. But here's the deal. They're bringing him in for a reason. And I have a feeling it's because they need something in that running backs room. We don't know that they're missing. That's what happened with wide receiver a few years ago when they brought in Cam Smith and to yeah. a lesser extent, Freddie Canteen. In a word, it's probably leadership. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, Jafar Armstrong's a, a great kid and a leader in his own right, but he's still learning how to play the position. Right. Certainly, you know, Sebel Flemister and Jameer Smith are not in a position to lead. They need to, yeah. they need to become college football running backs. And then Kyra Williams, of course, right. you know, has, has, has a lot to prove in it with Chris Tyree. And even Chris Tyree is not a guy that's going to be, you know, a 20 carry a game guy. Yeah. Now, um, you know, Trevor Spates is not going to overlap with Will Shipley, whether Will Shipley came to Notre Dame or, or went to Clemson. So that's not going to be a factor. But I, I think it's I think it's leadership, Tim. Uh, and, and, I'm, and we certainly should trust Lance Taylor to a large right. extent. And I'm not saying blind faith in what he thinks, but here's a guy that knows the kid. I, we don't know the reasons why he didn't carry the football at all last year. Uh, so he may not offer anything, but it's certainly worth the gamble. There's no reason to fret over a roster spot that no, may never. exclude Isaiah Robertson or somebody like that. It's, it's worth a gamble. I'm going to trust Lance Taylor's opinion on this. It's definitely worth a gamble in terms of roster space and, and stuff like that. I get the, uh, I get the kind of lament on the message board of he's taking reps from Kyron Williams and perhaps Tyree, if the guy, young guys that can develop, I, I see that in at wide receiver back in the day because you have 11, 12 wide receivers and, you know, you weren't getting – maybe Claypool didn't start when he should have those first few games of the season when they have Freddie Canteen starting against Georgia. But that was, wasn't specific to Claypool's talent at all. It was his buy-in. If all these guys buy-in are competing, they're getting the reps. doesn't matter if they bring in Trevor Spates. If Jameer Smith looks the best, he's getting the reps. Same with Sebo Flemister. So I would not worry about that at all. I think the running back room helps that a little. It's a smaller room. You know, you can – you can earn your reps pretty quickly. Guys tend to get buried at wide receiver. I, I do agree that it was odd that Freddie Canteen was starting over guys like Chase Claypool when you're going against the eventual national runner-up Georgia. But I don't think it's a situation in the running backs room. Look, Trevor Spates is not going to take away valuable carries for anybody in, in, in practice. First of all, you know you run position drills, and, and you, yeah. you need all the running backs or all the players at that position that, right. that you can get. If it's meaningful reps – in practice and Trevor Spates is getting them, then it's because he's earned them. So, I mean, whichever one of those players deserves the meaningful reps will get them. And it doesn't, you have to understand the structure of a practice. That's not going to step on the feet of, of, of anybody. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Iris Illustrated's One Question, Two Analysts, Three Minutes. Our question today is who will be Notre Dame's most improved sophomores? That's redshirt freshmen or true sophomores. You know, I thought I was going to get through a off-season podcast of some type without mentioning Isaiah Foskey, but there is my name again. I think Isaiah Foskey is the most improved because he could end up being a not starter over Dalen Hayes, but he could play a lot. Um, you move Hayes around, you have Ovia Goflo, I think. Isaiah Foskey plays a major role up front in Mike Elston's rotation. And when you start digging deeper, uh, the name Maris Leofau keeps coming up for me because of special teams. I don't think he's going to win um, the buck job as a real rookie for the first time playing that position, but he could have a Bo Bauer impact on special teams and uh, grow into that linebacker spot as well. I think Leofau could have a Jack Lamb type impact at, at the, the buck linebacker position, certainly a situational guy. Hard to disagree with Foskey. I mean, we, we all feel the same about Foskey, including the Nordin coaching staff, which is right. of course the most important uh, of the opinions, but a guy that we've heard good things. We heard it in November and we've certainly heard it from Clark Lee in an interview uh, that, that I did with him a few weeks ago with regard to uh, Isaiah Rutherford at cornerback. He yeah. says, if he makes the same progress, um, this year compared to what he did over the last year is going to be a really, really good football player. And they can't, they need him. I mean, you're, you're not going to get yeah. through an entire season with Sean Crawford and, and Tariq Bracey playing full-time all the time at cornerback. They need somebody else to emerge. All of those guys are young, uh, including Isaiah Rutherford, who was just one of a, a handful of guys that didn't get on the field last year, but he would, he'd be my number one choice. And that's just because to hear the, um, uh, to hear Clark Lee say it the way he talks about him, he's got a lot of confidence that he's going to emerge. I want to circle back. Uh, this is a little lower on the roster because you might not see him, or you hopefully will not see him starting or playing this year. But talking to Liam Eikenberg, he said Andrew Kristoffik was the most improved offensive lineman from early enrollment last year um, to this, I guess, was bowl preparation. So to December, he said that, look, man, he was just too small. He could not compete out there and he's going against Aquara and Kareem to, to start his career getting thrown around and he said by the end of by the end of the season he was out there playing for real he was you know he was involved in varsity backup varsity reps so that's one when you take a player's word for it I did not ask about Christophic and Liam Eikenberg offered him so that's somebody we will not see I hope because you don't want him starting over Liam Eikenberg that would be a, a bad situation but that, that's kind of the, coming up the ranks as well. And I think the you know among the candidates for most improved sophomore, it doesn't have to be somebody that did not play last year. I think right. Jacob Lacey came on really strong uh, last year in November. Played through some injuries, really tough. I think I think we're going to see him to start make some plays. I think uh, more plays, I should say. And Jack Kaiser, we know how Clark Lee feels about yeah. him, so you would think that he'll be incorporated in some fashion, mainly on special teams. But I, I think there's still an outside chance that he could find a role defensively and of course Kyron Williams is out there too who never really got started we thought he was going to get an opportunity last year never really got started so he'll be in a crowded backfield with an opportunity to be among the most improved sophomores yeah if you want to if you want to use the rule of you like the guy one year ago so don't stop liking him Kyron Williams would be a guy I liked leaving spring ball and into August and then you could just tell the lights got too bright for him he wasn't ready and you know, at some point you have to have running back number five, and he was running back number five at that point. Yeah, and, you know, the, the progress to, to production isn't always a straight line. There, there's right, some wiggles right. in there, and, and that's certainly the case with Kyron Williams. That's one, two, three from Irish Illustrated. Thank you for listening to Irish Illustrated's Condensed Podcast. Tune in next week.